0: Welcome to the Venture Church Podcast. This sermon was taken from the life of the church. For more messages like this, please see our website, www.venturechurch.co.za. We hope you enjoy this message.
1: Good morning. So good to see you all. And uh, Belinda, I'm really sorry you took a tumble. <laughs> so, yeah, it's a... Uh, When we take a tumble, when we come into church, it's a little bit more embarrassing than if we tumble in our driveway. (laughs) My title this morning is Building to Burn. Are you building to burn? What a question, especially after such sweet worship that we had. Here I come with the title of Building to Burn. Are you ready to burn? And uh, when, I, when I got this passage and, and I got this title, I thought, wow, Lord, what a title for a Christmas message, Are You Building to Burn? That's a, that's a little, bit, little bit harsh. But actually, it's completely in line with what has been taught. Because though the wonder of the Christmas story still captures my heart, of Jesus emptying himself of his godliness... To come to earth as a helpless baby. I mean, if that doesn't just kind of blow your mind a little bit. That's like when you're, the, when you're the biggest king of kings and you suddenly go and wash the toilets. It's like almost the same thing. And yet he did that for us. And that the wonder of that just never ever leaves me. Of how incredible his love must be for us to have given up so much to come to earth. But that birth is in the past. That's been done. It's uh, It can't be undone. We can't go back and hope it won't ever happen again. But what he does say is that he says, I'm coming back. And so often what we do is we celebrate what he did for us in coming to earth as a baby, but we live with the hope Of his second coming, which he promised. Francis spoke about being hopeful and prepared for that second coming. Last week, Mike spoke about Are you ready to meet Jesus? I think that's almost as as good as building to burn. (laughs) Are you ready to meet Jesus? So this morning, we're going to be talking about building to burn. So turn with me to 1 Corinthians 3, verse 10 to 15. My passages all come from the NLT. So if you're reading the NIV, the NLT and the NIV are fairly similar. And we start with, Because of God's grace to me, this is Paul speaking, I have laid the foundation like an expert builder. Now others are building on it, but whoever is building on this foundation must be very careful. For no one can lay any foundation than the one we already have, Jesus Christ. Anyone who builds on that foundation may use a variety of materials gold, silver, jewels, wood, hay, or straw. What a. Anyway, but on the judgment day, fire will reveal what kind of work each builder has done. The fire will show if a person's work has any value. If the work survives, that builder will receive a reward. But if the work is burned up, the builder will suffer great loss. The builder will be saved, like someone barely escaping through a wall of flames. Fun and games. So I want to have a look at four sections this morning. Section one, foundations. Section two, what are we building with? Three, the results of the fire. And four, how to build with non-combustible materials. Took me a while to to spell combustible. (laughs) So let's get going. Let's look at point number one, foundations. I'm not a builder. There are people here who know a lot more about building than me, but I remember years ago when we were putting the cottage onto our property and watching that building process. And uh, these guys would get the foundation laid out so that nobody went that way instead of going that way. And then there was severe manual labor in breaking up the earth to build those foundations. And then there was a specification to how deep or high or whatever you want to call it, the the foundation had to go. And that that had to be the same kind of throughout the cottage. And then came the pouring of the cement. And the cement had to be a certain consistency when they poured it so that it would set correctly. That's all I know about laying foundations. But it does come to mind that Paul is saying, I have laid good foundations. So Paul had inputted into these Corinthians everything that was good in terms of what he knew about Jesus. He wasn't under any illusions that he had not done a good job. And it's funny because the what would you call him? The 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 foreman that was on on the property when they were building these foundations. Yo, he was so pedantic. He watched that process from beginning to end. And Paul is saying, this is what I did. I built good foundations that I kept an eye on from beginning to end. Paul knew the Corinthians. He'd spent about 18 months with them, which you can find in Acts 18, verse 11 to 12. So he knew exactly what he had been teaching them. He then states that others were also building on those foundations, which is how this goes. You've got your diggers, you've got your plasterers, you've got your foremen, you've got various people who who assist in building these foundations. But we are also participating in building those foundations for ourselves. And so there's a caution that gets put there that says, "Watch out what you are building, because the foundation is ultimately Jesus Christ." Point two: What are we building with? Are we building to burn? In case you're wondering, I didn't accidentally come across this uh, this phrase. We really do have to build to burn. And uh, the word is very clear, it says, we will be tested by fire, but on the judgment day, fire will reveal what kind of work each builder has done. Our options are basically non-combustible materials, yes, which are, we read the list, what's non-combustible? Diamonds, gold, gold. Silver, jewelry, yeah, they are non-combustible. What is combustible? Wood, hay, and straw. You can almost see it going whoosh as it combusts. And verse 12 says, Anyone who builds on that foundation may use a variety of materials, gold, silver, wood, hay, or straw. But it doesn't take a genius to know what's going to happen when a fire gets put to those materials. Now, don't get too tense about this fire story, okay? Don't, don't get too worried about it. It's not, a, it's not a bad thing. But what I loved is to see in 1 Kings 5, verse 15 to 17, it says, At the king's command they quarried out great costly stones in order to lay the foundation of the house and that was the house of the Lord. We are the temple of the Holy Spirit and if you want to go and check that out come and talk to us we'll help you see the verses that says we are now the temple of the presence of God. It is no longer a temple that is external and standing out there. We are the temple And if you look here, the temple was built with precious stones. And that says because we are the temple, we should be building with precious stones. We shouldn't be wasting our time building with non-combustible. No, building with combustible materials. The New Testament in Revelation verse 21 to 18 speaks of the new city And states that the wall was made of jasper and the city of pure gold, as clear as glass. What amazing gold that must be. Hey, that has been refined. So there's no impurities in that. Further in 1 Corinthians 3 verse 16, Paul says, don't you realize that all of you together... Are the temple of God, and the Spirit of God lives in you. So, not only on a per- personal level are we the, the temple of the Holy Spirit, but in a corporate l- um, level, we are also the temple of God's Holy Spirit. So, you can look at each other and go, hey, you're part of the temple with me. So, what are we building with? so important what we are building with because if we are building with combustible materials we're going to come out on the other end a little bit worn and and weary point three the results of the fire Francis said that we need to be prepared and hopeful because we don't need to be afraid of judgment day there is no fear for us On judgment day. What we need to be fearful about is what we've been building with because that's going to make a big difference on that judgment day. Michael preached about, are you ready to meet Jesus? And he captured this, minimum is not enough. Minimum is not good enough. And so the fire is going to test what we have been building with. And to build for eternity, we cannot build with combustible materials. You're wasting a lot of time and energy if you're building with combustible materials. Again, the fire will show if a person's work has any value. Verse 14 and 15 state, If the work survives, that builder will receive a reward. How lucky that we get to receive a reward when we've been building in the right way. And I could have gone on a nice long rabbit hole on what those rewards are and what they look like, but that's not what's important here. But if the work is burned up, the builder will suffer great loss. What are you losing? You're losing out on some of those rewards. We're losing out on hearing the Lord say, well done, good and faithful servant, We're losing out on so much more than just getting into heaven. The builder will be saved, but like someone barely escaping through a wall of fire. Is this grace of Jesus not just so overwhelming? He doesn't want any of you to be lost. He doesn't want any of you to not get to be with him. And so he says that even though you have been building with combustible materials, in little side silly people, you have been building with combustible materials, but I will still have you with me because that's how great my love and my grace is. Amazing, hey? Just amazing. For me, I want to build with non-combustible materials. Because when I love somebody so much, why would I want to build with anything less? Why would I want to do that? And so the results of the fire says you're either going to get a reward or you're going to get in there by the skin of your teeth. You actually have a choice say, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, that you are so incredibly wonderful and amazing. So I want to finish up, and this is going to be the longest section, because now you all understand there's good foundations, there's materials we can build with, there's a fire that we're going to face. But how do we actually build to burn? The first way we know if we are building with non-combustible materials is our heart decisions. If we are making decisions that are consistently comfortable and just enough and we only just get by and we only just maybe, then you know that you are building with wood, hay, and straw. When we're building with non-combustible t- materials, it's a little bit more difficult Wood, hay and straw is easy to get hold of. I can go out here now and I can pick up a whole lot of sticks and and make a lacquer fire with them. Because it's easy to get hold of. To get hold of jewelry easily, I've got to steal it. (laughs) Or I've got to pay a price to buy it. Don't go with the steel option, okay? Just don't consider it. But the reality is that to build with gold, silver, and jewels is hard. You have to be mindful. You've got to be intentional about going and buying those things. You've got to think about what it's going to look like. You've got to think about how much can I afford to spend. You've got to think those things through, which is a little bit more difficult than just picking up wood, hay, and straw. And so if we want to know if we are building with non-combustible materials. Take a look at your life. Are you doing the things for Jesus that he calls you to do? Are you stepping in obedience when that obedience is really difficult? Are you stepping out to give a word to somebody when God prompts you to do it? Are you coming to church even though it's raining and snowing and pouring outside? because you know God's got something for you in that community meeting. Are we doing those difficult things? And yes, sometimes being a Christian is jolly difficult. But it's also the sweetest adrenaline rush you can have. Try telling a non-believing family member about Jesus. I don't know about you, but my heart it's like, Try giving somebody a word that you don't really know that well and you don't know how well it's going to go down. But, oh, man, the sweetness when you step into it and you do it. Can I say there's nothing boring about the Christian life unless you're taking the easy options. Because when you take the easy options, this Christian life is a little bit ho hum. I read my Bible, do my little prayer, and then I get on with my own life, do my own thing. Or are you reading your Bible and God says to you, you know that little problem you have with Nadine? (laughs) Nadine. (laughs) We need to sort it out. And then you pray in a very different way, because you then you're saying, Lord, you love Nadine. You've brought her into my life and I need to change this hardness I have towards her. And that gets difficult. Because now in our prayer time, we are actually entering into dialogue with the Lord and we're asking him to do things in us that are going to be maybe a bit of a challenge. So building with non-combustible materials is harder than building with wood, hay, and straw. You know, it's um, it also shows our love for Jesus when we build with gold, silver, and jewels. Because I want to give my very, very, very best to the person I love the most. I don't want to do that person out of anything, in any way. I want to do my absolute best for them. If I don't want to do the best for them, I'm going to build with wood, hay and straw. Because it's a little bit, so what? 25 years of marriage... Lots of fire. (laughs) But look what happens when you build with gold, silver, and jewels. You get to 25 years of marriage because you've put in the hard yards and you've put in the time and you've put in the energy. And that's the same thing with our relationship with Jesus. Are we putting in the time? Are we putting in the energy? Are we putting in the effort? And then when we pray, are we asking Him to help us? I mean, those fruits of the Spirit, joy, peace, patience, goodness. I'm checking you guys. <laughs> Some of those are really difficult to exercise sometimes. But if I'm putting in the energy and I'm putting in the work and I'm asking the Lord to help me, I'm building with gold, silver and jewels. And when that fire comes, I'll go, I have been built to burn. Bring it on. I can handle that fire because of what I have put my time, my energy, and my life into. Matthew 6, verse 19 to 21 says, do not store up for yourselves treasures on earth, where moths and vermin destroy and where thieves break in and steal, but store up for yourselves treasures in heaven, where moths and vermin do not destroy, and where thieves do not break in and steal. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. If I'm the temple of Jesus, and I've built with gold, silver, and jewels, I am building where nobody and nothing can take that away from me. Titus 2, verse 12 to 18 says, and are we instructed to turn, and we are instructed to turn from godless living and sinful pleasures. We should live in this evil world with right wisdom, righteousness, and devotion to God. While we look forward with hope to that wonderful day when the glory of our great God and Savior, Jesus Christ, will be revealed. We are not to build with wood, hay, and straw. We waste our time when we build with those things. Paul states in 2 Timothy 4, verse 7 to 8, I have fought the good fight, I have finished the race, and I have remained faithful. And now the prize awaits me, the crown of righteousness, which the Lord, the righteous judge, will give me on the day of his return. And the prize is not just for me, but all who eagerly look forward to his appearing. Paul built with gold, silver, and jewels. And so he could say, I'm going to get a crown. I nervously say I'm going to get a crown, because I sometimes think it's going to be too big, it's going to slip down. (laughs) But here Paul admits that because of the life I've lived, because I have invested in building with gold, silver, and jewels, I can handle the fire and I'm gonna get a crown. He says that with certainty. Can you say that with certainty about yourself? Can you say that? He he lived a life that could face a fire and he would come out of it whole. He would come out of it getting a reward. He would come out of it celebrating. When we start changing our patterns of thinking and start aligning ourselves more with Jesus, that is when we start building with gold, silver, and jewels. And when we look at Jesus and the way Jesus lived and the life that he lived... It wasn't just roses and sunshine. It was hard. But look what he got. And so folks, start changing your patterns of thinking. Don't settle for a just enough. Don't settle for a cozy Christian life. Settle for an exciting, breathtaking, scary, amazing, phenomenal walk with Jesus, because that's what Christianity is about. It's about living with a reality that God is real, Jesus is real, the Holy Spirit is real, and when he is in me, he's going to make me do things that I'm not comfortable with. Like telling the shop steward that, oh, you are in pain, let me pray for you. I'm on that zipline. We don't live the same when we are building to face the fire. We, we don't. We don't live the same. So what are the, some of the things that Jesus did? He was steeped in the word. Do you know that if you have one of those Bibles that cross-reference, how often what Jesus says was found in the Old Testament. He was steeped in the word. And we should be steeped in the word as well. And just for a lighter moment, I think we're going to play that video clip. So please, there's some poetic license in this video clip, so just don't get hung up, all right. Just stay cool.:
2: Hand up if you've read the Bible from cover to cover. OK? OK, forget the index and the maps, you know. <laughs> Genesis to Revelation. All right, hands down. The rest of you, OK, chill out about it. Don't feel too guilty yet. Listen, when you get to heaven, it's going to be a little bit awkward. (laughs) Because you're going to get there and Peter's going to go, Welcome, we've been expecting you. Come on in. Oh, let me introduce you to Obadiah. Obadiah says, Did you like my book? (laughs) You go, Book what book? And then he introduces you to Zephaniah. Zephaniah says, Did you like my book? What, you wrote a book as well? Listen, you're not gonna be able to have conversations with certain people. I'd urge you and encourage you, don't put yourself in that situation. Seriously. This is the only reliable data that we have about God.
1: The Bible is the only reliable data we have about God. And God speaks to us through his word. Jesus was a man steeped in the word. He's having great conversations with Amos and Zephaniah and Obed and all those other guys. Jesus was also a man of prayer. I don't need to go through all the verses. You know Jesus was a man of prayer. And if you need me to show you the verses, I will happily do so. But Jesus was a man of prayer. He would go and pray about every decision he needed to make because he was building to burn. He would ask, who do I need to choose as my disciples? He would pray and say, Lord, help me today in this day. He was a man of prayer. He would get up early to go and pray. And sometimes he would pray late into the night. But Jesus was a man of prayer because he knew that as he was praying, the Lord was going to show him what he needed to do, how he needed to do it, who he needed to speak to. And Jesus could say, I say nothing that I do not, that my Father doesn't tell me to say. That's building to burn. And then he was among the people. You don't see Jesus isolating himself from the people unless he was praying. You don't see Jesus not spending time with the people. And folks, here are your people. And there are the people outside there. Be amongst the people. Be telling the people about Jesus. Be walking with people with Jesus. But don't isolate yourselves from people. Because Jesus was among the people. And so, in closing, there's a choice we can make. We can either have the just enough to get into heaven, boring Christianity, because I'm building with wood, hay and straw. Or I can have an exciting Christianity where I'm building to burn, and I'm doing the difficult things that Jesus asks me to do, and I'm running, and I'm, 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 I'm working hard to be obedient, and I'm flipping scared most of the time, but you know what? It's exciting to build with gold, silver, and jewels, and I'm going to get through that fire and get my reward, because I don't want to be doing just enough. I don't want to have a boring relationship with Jesus. I want to have a vibrant, exciting, amazing, magnificent relationship with Him. And I can only do that if I'm willing to build with gold, silver, and jewels. So I know what my choice is going to be. What's yours?
0: 1 John 4 verse 18 says such love has no fear because perfect love expels all fear if we are afraid it is for fear of punishment this shows that we have not experienced perfect love and this is in light of the end times in light of when the fire comes we don't have to be afraid because of the perfect love of Jesus and what Nadine has shared as an invitation It's an invitation for us to live like Jesus is Lord. So I'd like Nadine to come and pray for us. Can we stand? And let's respond to him. We know, as we look at our lives, as we reflect, we know the parts that are our own efforts, We know the parts that are not fruitful. We know the parts that are done under guilt, not listening to the Lord's voice. Those are the things that are gonna be burnt up. The wood, the hay, the straw. Just allow the Lord to identify these things. close your eyes allow him to speak to you
1: thank you Lord that you call us to so much more and that in that so much more we get to live such a vibrant life because we make you the Lord Lord let us show our absolute love for you by not just doing the minimum. Let us show our love for you by having hope and being prepared for what we are going to have when you come again. And what a glorious, magnificent day that's going to be. And thank you, Lord, that you say to us, do not fear. Because even though we are building to burn, it's not building to burn out. But it's a building to burn to be refined by you and to be rewarded by you. Thank you, Lord, for your grace that is so abundant to us. Your love that is so amazing that you came to this earth as a baby. Because you wanted us to have this vibrant relationship with you because you are alive and you are with us. And so, Father, today, today we want to say, Lord, let us not live the boring Christianity where we are building with wood, straw, and hay. But, Father, let us start building with that gold, that silver, and those jewels. Let us start behaving like the temple of the Holy Spirit That, Father, people will be drawn to you because of us. And so, Father, we commit ourselves to you. We say thank you that you have got so much more for us than we could ever imagine. And that you call us to be ready to build, to burn. In your precious name, Lord. Amen.
0: Thank you for listening to this sermon we would love to know how this message spoke to you please connect with us through our website www.venturechurch.co.za or through our various social channels